Welcome to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe for free always at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, on with the show. This morning I uh, woke up and decided that I was going to treat my class to a film. Because it's English 101, and I also teach another class called English 104 at the community college, uh, it fits right in with films. In other words, the students can search for significant particulars in film the same way they could in American literature or poetry. So. It's sort of like a training wheels maybe, uh, but really it's the same uh, as reading literature, but it allows me to teach them more terms in a way that's less threatening to newbies to literature. But this morning I woke up and I thought, you know, today's a good day to show a movie. So I started thinking, well, what should I show? What am I teaching right now? And I remembered I'm teaching significant particulars from short stories from American literature. Uh, so I began to think about what movies do that. And boy, I came up with tons of them. The, another one I was thinking of maybe showing them was Cannery Row by John Steinbeck because we did look at one of his short stories called The Chrysanthemums. But ultimately I decided that uh, I was gonna teach them how to put a focal point and find a significant particular about a movie within that focal point, within that chosen field. Because, let's face it, uh, if you don't know, I'll just tell you, there are an infinity of focal points in any movie that you could focus on or any piece of literature that you could focus on. So I thought, hmm, well, we'll get one with a little sub uh, subset in it. And I came up with a little film called sorry uh, King Richard someone was at the door there uh, King Richard uh, if you've seen King Richard you know what an amazing film it is uh, Will Smith plays uh, this supposed Richard uh, it is a true story it's a story of a husband and wife that raised children in inner city Compton to be two of the world's best not not among the best but the best uh female tennis players that have ever graced the earth and um it's really fun to watch that story so if you're familiar with the story from sports or just pop culture then you probably just love it to watch the true story of it i love true story films they're some of the most fun you know this one's laid out uh, like a story it's not laid out like Forrest Gump or anything like that it just tells a story and the story is incredible because in the early days when the girls are young and their their dad played by Will Smith uh, is trying to teach them tennis it's very touching and you think oh wow you know he's really trying but how do, how would he know how famous that they would one day be I don't think he did but Part of the movie is his confidence in his girls, and that comes through. I guess it raises the question of how much confidence should you have because maybe your girls won't win. Maybe they'll go all the way, and then they 
won't have the success that you want them to have. And if you haven't trained them to believe in themselves and to love themselves, then that could be very damaging to them. So you kind of ride that line, even though you know the end result, if you know the news and you know uh, Serena Williams and uh, her sister, if you know that, that they became so famous as tennis players, then you're kind of just along for the ride and it's really fun. But like there's a scene that really sticks out to me in the beginning of it where some kind of street thugs come over to the tennis court and they start messing around with one of the sisters. And uh, Tilde, I think it is, Tilde, I can't remember the exact name, but she's not a tennis star. She's just hanging out doing her homework because that's what the family did. They went to the tennis courts and drilled the two famous girls pretty much until they went to sleep. And so it, there's a lot of that going on. So what does that say? Does that say if you just kill yourself, you know, till the night you're going to be successful? Not always. Not always. And uh, But, of course, these girls were. Anyway, it goes through the various... Uh, what I was going to say about the inner city is that this, like, kind of a bully thug comes over and starts hitting on the sister. And um, the dad kind of, you know, gets rough with him. Boy, I could relate with that. So then the dad comes over, gets rough with one of the guys, and they, he and his friends just beat the heck out of him. And uh, it's just a lot about the street and, and kind of the streetwise way of raising your kids and the streetwise way about how it's hard to get away from it. And the character that Will Smith plays, Richard, um, you know, he grew up that way where you had to stick up for yourself or fight for yourself or even kill for yourself. So we see a little bit of that, but we see it falling away and mostly we see like how unfortunate it would be if the girls fell into that kind of uh, life view. And so they sort of develop their own culture and their own life view along the way. And it is because of their parents, but their parents come from the old school. I want to talk a little bit about Richard's wife in the film. I'm sorry, I don't know the actress's name, but she should have gotten an Oscar for her performance. I don't think she did because she doesn't have a whole lot of lines. And I think you see in a lot of films, a lot of bios, especially about men, that they don't really shine a light too much on their wife. And I think this film would have been better if they would have shined a little bit more light on her because, frankly, I think she's, in a way, more of a hero than the dad. The dad almost blows it several times. Uh, he go, tries to go kill that thug. That was a stupid thing to do. Uh, of course, from my perspective, it's hard to judge sometimes in movies because people don't have the same advantages that you have in your life. So maybe you wouldn't go try and kill the thug, but that might be all he knows. So you can't really judge too much, and I try to not do that. But he could have got killed, so that's why I guess I called it stupid. Well, come to find out, they get they go through a series of trying to get coaches and some coaches work some coaches don't uh eventually they get a pretty good coach and then he doesn't work because he wants them to go for the greed you know go for the money so the dad he wants to keep his girls like being kids which is kind of sweet and everything but it is frustrating to the you know the people that have been training them the coaches so they get another one and this guy takes them way farther and he takes them to Florida and he gives them a beautiful million dollar house and all this stuff. And then sure enough, Richard once again pulls the girls out because he wants them to be kids and just enjoy their summer, which really infuriates the coach. So you see stuff like that, like what's behind the scene of Wimbledon, what's behind the scene of 
of any great tennis star. And more importantly, what's the family dynamic like to bring two girls, not just one girl, but two girls, you know, into the spotlight like that and produce these famous, famous athletes that truly are incredible to watch. I don't know if the actresses in this film are hitting the ball, but man, it's just fun to watch tennis. Watching this movie is like watching a really incredible tennis match. You see characters like John McEnroe, uh, I think Steffi Graf, some of these really young players that we know so well, they're in it. And it's, it's fun to kind of walk down memory lane with that. But the movie kind of culminates when they are um, at a tournament and uh, the young girl's playing. She has these white beads in her hair. It's really cute. Uh, really striking. And she plays this amazing game with, uh, I think it's a Spanish-speaking tennis player. Of course, all these are real matches that are in the film. And, and it kind of brings home a nice moral not only for our kids or our families, but for us, like for us grown adults. I think it's a great moral. I don't really want to get into what it is because most people uh, have seen this movie that are like younger, but maybe people my age have not. So I just want to encourage you to go see it and see what that moral is and then come back and comment. Uh, it's just an incredible film and I think it has a lot to offer people. Uh, not only sports, but just you know, pursuing your life's dreams. There's a scene where the dad is making them all watch Cinderella and one of the girls, uh, I can't remember if it's Venus or Serena, but one of them, he says, what's the message of Cinderella? And she says, follow your dreams. And uh, he applauded her for that because that was definitely one of the message um, of, uh, of Cinderella. So without any further ado, I want to recommend this film to you. This is one of those that I use in my classroom. I refer to it often when I'm teaching culture and I'm teaching how culture can affect choices and how we should consider culture if we're trying to sell somebody something or if they're trying to sell us something, they should consider our culture. It's just a really important film that shows you the way to understanding, which are those are the best kinds of films, in my opinion. So that's it for now. I want to thank you for listening and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe always for free at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, have a great day.